It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. We're the effective characters. Three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. I'm James. The opinions are wrong. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience with character defects in this episode 38 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. What's I up? I think you're repeating, you're repeating yourself, Mike. What? Oh, yeah. Is this, <laughs> is this thing on repeat? 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 So, uh, yeah. so, so gentlemen. Hi. Uh, who's a gentleman? Oh, you're talking yeah, to us? You two, you two, you two, oh. two knuckleheads. How how you been holding up? Good, good. Um, I, We're alive. Yeah, I just picked up three years of sobriety, which which what? is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Well, believe it, kid. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> is there anybody that you would like to thank besides Dennis and myself? Um, Han Solo. Han Solo? Yeah. Solo. I couldn't have done it without him. Explain. I can't get into it today, but if you tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the tease. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm going to tune in next week to hear the dissertation on Han Solo sobriety uh, assistance. It was, it's quite, quite the tease. So, um... But everything else is well. Congratulations, by the way, and yeah. uh, congrats, Dennis. You got, yeah, you got you got three years too, Dennis, didn't you? Did I? Yeah. You you On, guys um, you guys really um, don't celebrate, do you? June sixth. <laughs> I got today. I woke up today sober. Hopefully, I'll go to bed sober. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not going to get it until this Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad you remember. This is yeah. th- this is pretty good, especially because we're recording it like a week ahead of time. So you guys are trying to like uh, jump into the future and then kind of go back into the past to uh, to remember. Mike, you broke my anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, in all seriousness, uh, congrats to to you guys. Do you remember when you were uh, before we jump into character defects? Do you remember when you got your your 24 hour chip and how that felt. And now three years later, like looking back at that, like where you are today, how crazy that is. Yeah. I was in a different um, place. I was in West Palm beach. And I remember I, I went into the, this room at seven o'clock at night. It turned out that it was a Friday night and um, I, I had just gotten off work with my wife and we had just been through the ringer together and I looked at her and I was like, let's, do you want to go to a meeting? She's like, yes, I've been thinking about that all day. And we ended up going. And that very first meeting, she, uh, I think she met her sponsor that 
night that was in West Palm Beach. And um, it, and it turns out that that was a, um, a specific AA meeting for people who have depression in AA. And I was wondering why everyone was so sad and somber, but that's the reason why. <laughs> so I, I thought that was kind of interesting. But it, it was a good meeting, and I went to that for a month before I, I moved up here to celebration. So it, feel, it feels like a lifetime ago, to be honest. You know, I've, I've created such a... A wonderful new life in just a matter of a few years once you get sober i mean just oh, everything is open and free and remarkable how fast things can get better what about you baby dennis um if you want to know my story ah! about how, when i came to the room <laughs> but the first chip you got because you already two. had, yeah, definitely episode two. You can hear Dennis. Yeah, episode four, you can absolutely. hear James. But the first chip that um, you got, the first I picked up, I think, was a couple of months after I actually came right. into the rooms. Because for the first couple of months, I didn't pick up any chips. One, I didn't want the attention and like to actually have to get up and go. Like that was just scary to me or whatever. And then I hid behind the guise of like, oh, I don't care about the chips or whatever. I'm sober today. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Um, but then my sponsor told me that, you know, you don't pick up for yourself. You pick up so other people can see you pick up so they know it works and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, gosh. And he heavily suggested that I start picking up chips. So I think my first chip was probably my three-month chip, I think, was the first one I actually picked up. And then after the meeting, I took the 24-hour chip and the – one month and the two month chip just to have the in my collection. So where do you guys Your keep collection. them? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. I went to the thrift store <laughs> and I got an old red Chinese ball box. There was no balls in there, but it was, it's like satin and it's it fits all my chips just wonderful. Just wonderful. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Dennis? I have a little like I don't know, like a little plastic drawer thing that sits on one of my bookshelves kind of thing. And like in one of those drawers, I just have them all in there. Mm. So they're all in the same spot. Like, What about you, Mike? Well, Where's yours? Well, they do mean a lot to me. I have them. St I don't have like a like a ball bin like with, made of satin like like James uh, or anything. But I have <laughs> uh, them stacked up. Uh, in my closet where I have a, a prayer and like a, like an area kind of set up, but I, yeah, like shrine. Shrine, but the, the funny thing is, and I probably will do this. Uh, I just haven't, uh, yet there are some of the chips that I actually gave away to sponsees that I had. So like my six month, uh, chip when I gave, cause they say, you know, you something that's, I'm going to quote this wrong. Uh, this was given to to us so freely. So to have it, we have to give it away. So my six-month chip I gave away, and I have intention on my you know f first year, second year, and everything else to give those away to sponsees. Unfortunately, uh, I haven't uh, made it to the point where somebody, yes, has made it through the steps, but not a full year without them going off or finding somebody else. So, I, you know, I, I don't look into it too much because I think whatever my higher power wants, you know, it, 
if that person comes along. Maybe you're just a bad See, sponsor, thanks right? a lot. Thanks a lot. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, you know that's true. What do they true. say? What that's do they say? Hope. Jokes, jokes are half-truths <laughs> through real friends. No, 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 no. That was, no, that was not, but not at all. I feel was... <laughs> when I got my five-year chip a couple months ago, back in September, I had it and within 24 hours lost it. And I kept saying, oh, I'll get a, a new one. And I just... I never have, um, but I didn't drink over it. So I think that's the most important thing, um, you know, that's but uh, I, I figured since we're kind of celebrating a couple different things this week with, with both of you guys celebrating your three years, congratulations on that. Um, Thanks, Mike. That since we're the defective characters, probably a good topic I sent as a text to you guys a couple days ago was doing character defects. Um today something that i know james is is super passionate about he uh yes but i call them shortcomings yeah. shortcomings <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> no <laughs> fellas my defect fellas, i'm sorry let's keep this clean okay so so james your shortcomings is there one that that sta- stands out that has <laughs> Has popped up more. No, that's the problem. More, more frequently, is there a shortcoming that is that is more of a? Uh, All right, just call, just do character defects. defects. Is there a? Yeah. In short, is there a character defect that stands out more than others that uh, causes you difficulty, and and how do you how do you work on that? Um, jeez. There's so many, Mike. Um, <laughs> no, um, probably the the one that I really need to work on the most is um, just anger, because uh, there's so many. Interesting. Yeah, and it's not, you know, out in traffic or in publics. It's usually um, in in with my person personal relationships so people closest to me would experience it more than anyone else because they know the true james and and it's not you know all the time but it probably once a day i get angry and um i get angry because a lot of times it's i'm asked to do something that i don't want to do and um you know i I sit and stir in my anger or a lot of times someone says something about me that probably in my heart I know could be true uh, but I don't want to face the facts I know I'm being kind of vague but um, also you know the thing is with anger um, I, I don't sit and stew in it long like I used to do um, for me, I can really get out of anger quite quite quickly, and it, it just goes for me that I have to pause, that I have to look up, and I have to say a prayer. Um, and then I'll usually maybe get on Google and, and look up a prayer, 
and and say it a couple times, and then I'm already feeling better. Yeah, I I highly I recommend that because I don't know about you guys. I am like uh, a, a friend of mine had to have heart surgery a couple of years ago, and he did a prayer circle, and these people were like speaking in tongues, like it, they they could just. Oh, our father, we pray this and this and this and baby Jesus, please look over. Like that is not me. I can, I cannot do that. I cannot just regurgitate something at the top of my head. Um, I need an actual prayer that I can say that was written by a thespian that is, you know, <laughs> like I, I, I can get something out of something else that someone uh, wrote, but oh, yeah. I myself have a tough time coming up with the words uh, to connect to my higher power through that. Yeah, it is a great tool. Yeah. And That's it, interesting. And, and whenever I pray, like, I don't pray like regurgitated stuff from like, you know, other things. You know, I do whenever we do the meetings and stuff like that and like the third step prayer and doing the steps and stuff like that. But when I talk to like, my higher power every night it's in more of a like i'm talking to you guys and i just say what's going on in my head or my heart you know yeah i do that too just get it out like when i'm praying to god specifically um in full disclosure uh, i look up the prayers um mainly because if i'm angry it's usually at my wife and then i'll look up like a prayer for marriage and then i'll copy and paste it and send it to her and let her think that I made up that prayer. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, so dishonesty is a character. No, no, no she, she I disagree. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't ask if I wrote it. She just said, "What a nice prayer!" And I was like, "I know." <laughs> that's like that's like Mike's Valentine's mm-hmm. card. It's worth and half of the Marvel movies. <laughs> I wrote them. Oh. I actually just Googled pizza prayer because I was thinking what I was going to have for dinner. And <laughs> there, there's quite a few. There's also a pizza prayer and puberty prayer. That, that is, that is oh not that it's, it's not the same thing. It's not the same, same type of prayer, I guess. But, but there's many ways to actually connect. And that, that's what I think uh, – I think it's funny that when you were talking about the shortcoming of like anger and stuff and many ways yeah. to kind of get rid of that, you know, what's, what's your problem, Dennis? I don't have any problems. I'm practically perfect yeah. in every way. That's Mary Poppins. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I don't know. I think, um, you know, I have several, I think, procrastination is one um i once checked out a book from the library on procrastination with every intention of reading it to try to overcome procrastination and i ended up procrastinating reading it long enough that i had to take it back and i never read it yeah that's a true that's a true story yeah that's good but i don't know i i have a hard time on uh focusing on things and like you know, I can blame it on ADD or whatever. It just is what it is. And then I like put it as like, oh, I can like, you know, that'll take me an hour to do. Like, I'll do that tomorrow or I'll do it next week or whatever. And that's, and then and it that's just keeps like getting, every, pushing it off. 
that's like going oh, that's out everything. and that's like going out and having fun. Like I literally get calls from Dennis's sponsor. Like <laughs> you need to call Dennis. He needs to come out with us. He needs to come out and play. So I'll call him, and then I and Dennis is like, I don't want to. I'm like, Hey, your sponsor called. He's like, You did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's another another character defect that is a big thing with me is isolation too. Ah. Is it's like my my first reaction for like doing things is is like no, I don't wanna, <laughs> like, and it's it's true. It's like evil. So like, and, <laughs> thanks for noticing me. <laughs> but you don't have that feeling like if you have but, like I get anxious if there's stuff that I have to get done and I could do it, but I, I don't like, no, like, like if I have a task that I, that I have to do, I want to get it done right now. Even if it's something that should take an entire week's worth of hours to get done, I want it done within two days. So I don't have to worry about it because. No, I usually, I usually don't, like especially like one thing i have noticed is that like say i'm writing like in writing right if i need to write something and i'm writing something for someone else like someone else it's like someone else's project or something else or the deadline comes from someone else i'll do it i might procrastinate like up until two weeks before it's due or like a night before it's due and then i'll crack it out and get it done and meet and meet that deadline like every time but if it's like a deadline that i set for myself and it carries no weight and i just don't do it you know like i have one script that i started writing last year and i got like i only have like four scenes left to write on it and i'm like oh it you know it only take me like a week if i sat down and did it and that's leisurely doing it and like I just keep putting it off, and it's been like almost a year to date since I started it, you know. And those four, I've only had four scenes for like six months to do that I've put off for like six months. I'll help you. You know, that's, and that's and that's me procrastinating it because my own deadline. Yeah, if you want James anyway. and I to write but, it, we totally can, but it might not be original. It might. We might. <laughs> 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 I just... Is anything original <laughs> these <a> good... days? <laughs> It's a it's a it's a slapstick comedy, and then all of a sudden at the end, <laughs> the last line is like, "Luke, I am your father." We'll make sure yeah. it's not like the the most popular quote in the history of cinema, you know, maybe one of the, oh, okay. one of the secondary ones. But why is identifying character defects? Why is it important to recovery? Do you guys remember like when you, uh, I guess, first started doing it and what your sponsors told you as far as the importance of it and why that was? Uh, yeah, um, mainly because in step four and five, you've identified all these patterns of character defects that you've had for so long. And um, when you're uncovering all these, um, you're, you're stuck with all this knowledge now because when you put it to pen to paper, um, you know, you've got all your ideas and what's wrong with you down on paper. Now, once you have all these character defects in front of you glaring at you, the only way to get rid of them, as we've learned, is through a higher power. 
So you have to pray them away, which prayer comes right back into this. You pray them away. But my sponsor had me do one step further where I prayed each one away. And when I did that, I had to find the opposite of each one I prayed away. So, uh, for example, if I was um, selfish, I would say, God, please, I would do the seven-step prayer. I don't have it in front of me. I don't, if you guys have it, go ahead. But I would say the seven-step prayer, please relieve me of selfishness. And in return, please fill my spirit and fill my life uh, with um, unselfishness. So on and so forth. Uh, all the deadly sins, greed, sloth, gluttony. You know, all the things that, you know, make people um, feel unworthy. Not that you are unworthy, but all these def defects of character, you know, people don't like them because they make you do things that you normally wouldn't do. So No, this is a seven-step prayer. Thank you, James. Seven-step prayer. Mm -hmm. My creator, I am yeah. now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove me from every single defect of character, which stands in the way of my usefulness to you, my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. So I love I love that he says like the whole prayer is take them away, not for me, but so I can be better for you, God, and for others. That's what it says in there. I think that's remarkable. I didn't really hear that the first time I heard that if, that if that makes sense I was like take away these defects of character so I feel better but it's not it's so you can help others and be useful to God pretty deep yeah what do you think Dennis word um I think like I think it's important to recognize them in, in the sense that like you know if you don't recognize them then you're never gonna address them you know, you can't like, you know, I guess here's a little story, right? So you have this guy and the guy's driving around his small town in a car, right? And he drives by people and they're like, hey, buddy, your, your headlight's out. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with my headlight. It's perfectly fine. And another person's like, oh, like there's smoke coming out of your muffle. Like You might want to get that checked. Oh, no, there's nothing on it. Like there's nothing wrong with my car. It's perfectly fine. So eventually he gets annoyed of all these people trying to like point out what's wrong with his car or whatever. So he takes it to the shop and the, and the mechanics like, all right, well, here's what's wrong with it. Here's what's wrong with it. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Just paint it nice, bright color, like red or something, and it'll be fine. So he drives around the car and he fixed the outside of it and painted it all red and ignored the muffler and the bad engine and the broken headlight or whatever. And everyone like recognize that you know that's what he did so they stopped you know they left him alone and they stopped questioning him and one day the guy drove out of town and you know went on a long road trip in the middle of the long road trip uh, his car broke down it looked nice it was nice and shiny but it broke down because of all the stuff on the inside that was broken and he found himself basically lost and alone out in the middle of nowhere with no one to help him out and I think it applies in the sense that, you know, if we walk around in our lives and ignore our character defects and pretend like we don't have them, then we are never going to address them. We're never going to fix them. And eventually they're going to break us down. You know, if you, you can't 
if you want to be an honest person, first you have to recognize that you've been a liar and then try to take the steps to, you know, ask God or whatever you need to do to not be a liar anymore. You know, if you ignore that, then you're going to continue to lie. You're going to continue to be that liar. It's the same thing with every character defect. You know, if you have a procrastination problem and you, you deny that you have a procrastination problem, you're going to continue to procrastinate and ignore it. So first you have to identify it so that you can adjust it. So therefore you can become a better version of yourself. What kind of mechanic would know. do that? I don't know. I don't know who can I, can I, right. can I give an analogy <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's similar that, that affected me in a similar way. Okay. So mm-hmm. this, this story originally was told to me from Papa, my Papa. Okay. So my Papa his favorite food was pizza. Okay. And what he would say is, you know, I could make you a pizza on some bubbly crust and put on toppings that I got at the dollar store that, in, that expired last year. You're going to like the pizza, but you're not going to enjoy it because all the toppings were best years ago. The, these toppings are no good anymore. So I, I said, well, what's your point, Papa? And he said, you need to get the best ingredients and put it together. And I said, well, that's a, that's a good point, Papa. So that was my Papa John. That, uh, that <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your analogy was better. Your analogy. It was <laughs> you got me. <laughs> it was, it's just a bit. It was an all-around better analogy. Um <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you since since uh, me and James both named uh, a character defect that we need to work on or that is present in us, uh, and you just <laughs> slyly skipped over by asking us a different question. I think we should go back to you. Bad puns can be one of them, but what is the character? I, I actually think I'm good at puns, uh, but <laughs> with, without a doubt, it is uh, it is staying in the moment and appreciating what I have. Um, with, without, ah, without looking, uh, looking ahead, which, which is so crazy. Cause I know for a fact that even today, you know, they, they say time takes time and everyone that comes into the rooms wished that they felt at, at least when I did, I mean, that's why I came in because I didn't want to feel the way that I was feeling. And I didn't think that they're actually, would be a, I never in my mind thought that I would feel as good as I do today. But the issue is I will always jump ahead. So if, which is why vacations, I, I honestly don't like vacations because it takes me to looking ahead to, um, to that plan. That's maybe a month or, or a year or however down the line. And it stops making me appreciate what I have today. And I, I still have a really tough time with that because I look ahead and go, Oh yeah, that's going to be really great. But we don't know, especially like right now, how things are. We don't know how next week might actually be. So me projecting ahead, if I'm looking ahead to something or something that I'm dreading, that's in the future 
uh, both those things are taking me out of what I have today. And both of my sponsors, my current one and my first sponsor, um, recognized that in me pretty early on. And I have to stay in today because it's the only way that I'll stay vigilant on the disease that I have of alcoholism, um, which I know is always just right there, you know, and if I'm thinking in the future, that means to me that I'm thinking about myself and that I'm not actually putting in the service work that needs to, to happen. So that's my biggest one is I have a tough time living in today and appreciating what I have. And you know, we talked about it in, in previous episodes. Um, I think gratitude being a topic that I could relate to. Based did, on um, that, Mike. Yeah, Mike, I gotta ask you a question. Did uh, Brian? Did Brian give you a book uh, by Eckhart Tolle called "The Power of"? He now? did not give it to me. He made reference to it and told me to look it up. And I did look up some excerpts from it. Um, did you read it? Okay. I did read it and and he likes me better because when I got a year of sobriety. Yeah, he, he doesn't give me he gives me advice, <laughs> but he does James, you gave me that book. I, and I was just I... gonna get to that. Dennis <laughs> read that book. I didn't give it to you, by the way. No, I haven't read it. I plan He's on reading it next no! week. You give yeah. it he does. You give it to Mike. I read, I read, I read the like the foreword or the introduction of it or whatever. But I, I, I have that's a book I have procrastinated that on book reading. Is, that book is just so what, what's remarkable. What's good about it? Like, help, help me out. Uh, okay, the author of the book, like in the foreword or the first uh, chapter, I don't even remember. He talks about how he was just kind of like what you were just talking about, Mike. And then he goes and he talks about how he sat on a park bench for two years. <laughs> I can't make this up. He just sat on a park bench for two years and was enlightened. Um, and that's, that's all I'll hint at for now. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to read it. Did he write this he book while on the yeah. bench? Yeah. Uh, no, because uh, he was just sitting on the bench. He was just bench. sitting yeah but um like he never left (laughs) (laughs) well i'm sure he had to go to the loo or something like that but he's like he like lived on that bench (laughs) yes so when i read that i was just like huh interesting so i got me to keep reading and reading it sounds like a challenge i'm gonna go tell my sponsor that i need to go sit on a bench for two years yeah he'll be like you laid in your bed for two years you don't need to go sit on a bench that's what he's got um he talks about um you know the ego a lot like that's our biggest our biggest enemy the ego and um once we can pretty much tame that guy you know, we can stay in the present moment, but our ego is just gets in the way so often. And uh, I thought the ego was Star Lord's biggest enemy. Is that Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Is that what that is? You... Uh, it is. <laughs> that's, that's Sorry, bad too. reference. I thought I'd get a bigger laugh out of that. 
Well, you know, I call your sponsor Star Lord too. So I would. <laughs> <You're okay. laughs> I didn't know if you were talking about your sponsor. Well, so what else? Well, so what else do you guys have to add in here? How is you feeling about character defects? Um, I w- I would like to add like um, uh, one thing that we got to remember when we're looking into these character defects is is that it's it's progress, not perfection. You know, that it's not like that we aren't perfect. It's kind of like in the 10th step when we look at the bad things that we've or the missteps or mistakes we've made throughout our day and how to correct them. We don't drift into morbid reflection on it. And it's the same with our defects. You know, just because we have character defects and flaws, it doesn't mean that we're like necessarily bad people or, or that we can expect to become like this perfect being overnight. It's it's a purpose of it i believe is to identify them and ask god to remove them and then like throughout our day you know recognize where they come into play and try to not let them rule our lives but it's it's you know it doesn't make us bad people you know so don't think of it that way you know yeah yeah you know my sponsor tells me that uh, just because you're a certain way one day james doesn't mean you have to do it the next day in fact, you don't ever have to do it again. But if you do, just pray for it and work on it. And you can slowly wow. change. That's that's pretty good. I don't think I don't think we've told this story, uh, but I figured in honor of your uh, both of your third anniversaries that uh, we're celebrating this week. The listeners, when we were, uh, I think it, Dennis and I were talking, and in, in, since we're all in the same home group, this was probably back in August, where we had the idea of kind of starting a podcast. And the name came to me when I woke up one morning and I said, you know, why don't we call ourselves Defective Characters? Because if, if you look at us and we have a five-minute conversation, <laughs> they're very, they're glaring. These these <laughs> this, these character defects. <laughs> and I said, you know what? It kind of, and I think I shared this uh, last week, or maybe I did. I did in a separate meeting. Like I always look at the people that are in the rooms that keep coming back as almost like superheroes, like Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. Of we keep coming back because we want to be better every single week and know that. We might actually stumble and take a couple steps back, but as long as we keep coming back, then we're working on those defects, you know, and they don't have to be the way that they once were, or even that they are today, tomorrow, you know? So I think, I think that's important. And that progress, not perfection is totally accurate. So I appreciate you. You bring that up. Totally. <laughs> totally. I am Groot. Um, I am Groot. For people reaching out, and there have been uh, people on Twitter this past week, I know there's a, a way that they can chime in too, Dennis. Yeah, through Twitter. Is there? Well, why don't you tell us about it? You simply go to <laughs> underscore defective characters on Twitter and, uh, and can reach out that way. No. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're not doing what you just said. You go to at the underscore characters at the underscore characters on Twitter and reach out to us. 
and we what's should been going, probably what's get been back going on to in the Twitter world this week. Promptly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Are you are you are you <laughs> keeping not, up with the politics, Dennis? Uh, not not on the de- detective characters account. No, okay. not not on the politics. No. Good. The defective characters, I have not actually been active on it. Um, you know, I post the episodes and I and I do all of that, but I uh, don't have much interaction. Well, yeah, I will say there wasn't anyone that was thing. angry about last week's topic of letting go of anger. Seems like it was very effective. You know? That is true. Oh, and yeah. that was my character music that came out. I still have to work on letting go. You guys sound like oh. you're you're celebrating pretty hard. So I do want circle. I wanted to mention that um, you know, I mentioned that I have my character defects come out the most with the people who are closest to me. And luckily for me, my wife is in the rooms and um not so lucky for me. She she points them out all the time. But um, I could definitely work on them. But we do have a like a little schedule we put together. We have like a, a code of conduct, if you will, and it's four simple agreements. And if we stick to these four agreements, which is also a book um, that my sponsor know, gave I, me, and I haven't read yet, I really find that it really helps. And the four agreements are that um, we always do the best we can, okay? We never take anything personal. It's a big one because, boy, do I fail at that. Uh, we, don't ass- we don't assume anything. So a lot of the times, like, your mind, like, plays tricks on you because if, you, if someone looks at you wrong, you assume that they're mad at you. But if you don't ask questions, how will you know? So that's a big one. And be integral with your words. So if you do those four things, I guarantee you will have an easy day. The problem is I don't always do them. And I I, I don't do them all the time at all. Are you, are you like are you like an enderman in Minecraft? If someone looks at you wrong, you just like get angry and start running at him? Oh, man, I don't I, I'm just like like my wife can be in a meditative state where she's just calm and relaxed. I was like, what's wrong with you? like and then i'll just add fuel to the fire for no reason because you know my mind just does what it wants sometimes and but if you don't assume things you you don't take things personal those are big you know integral with your words do the best you can you know it really really helps me when i use them when i remember them uh, I just wanted to throw that out there because that really helps me. So I, I got a question for you, James. Has being okay. has being isolated during this pandemic? Because I know you've been like quarantined this whole time and and not able to go out and do all the fun things you normally do. Has that added to that particular character defect? Like shortened your fuse or like you know made you more irritate irritable and discontent or whatever. Um. I think that has remained the same, um, but since we're around each other more often, it, it gets you know the fuse get, gets lit uh, more often than it normally would. However, that being said, um, 
I have been able to shorten the amount of time that I sit in pain to less than 15 minutes, Dennis. It's really, truly a miracle. And that's, that's when I told you that I, I, you know, like I get this great idea to shoot this text of how I'm feeling, which is usually really negative and mean. And then that's when the pause comes in. And then through the pause, I can pray. And through the prayer, then I get my good idea to go to Google and do a really nice marriage prayer. And it, it works every time. I'm telling you. And I've done that maybe in a row. Four days in a row. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not proud of it. And it's probably not all me either. I mean, she's probably. I would hope. Oh, it's definitely all her. It's definitely (laughs) her fault. I know. I didn't say that. He did not say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got some more good news, guys. Um, You know, I haven't seen my children for like, uh, must be four months already. And as you know, they live in Miami. I'm up in celebration. And, um, my father-in-law, um, who is, you know, elderly, we would have to um, quarantine if I was ever to see them for two weeks, just to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he is going to um, go to Chicago for two months. So I am going um, Monday to pick up my children for a month. And I'm so excited. Wow, you're going to have them for a whole month? Yes. That's amazing. I know I'm going to take them out. I'm going to um, do not much because everything's closed, but now, we're going to have so much fun. Now, Bike rides do, and do video you guys games. Hooray! Oh, my. Um, I have I a do. bunch of cloth. Yeah. I, don't Just, have any, I mean, it's pretty easy to make them, too. If you get like sweatpants, you can just cut the, the legs and then kind of toss them over your face, right? And do that. That's disgusting. Arts and crafts. Arts, hey, arts and crafts guys, with Mike. If you guys need face masks, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> Let's go to Twitter. Michael have a YouTube channel. <laughs> He's got a, a lot of I old pairs of sweatpants he used to wear to the gym. Reebok. <laughs> you know that I. You can make them out of socks. Uh, how how big is your you neck? Do that. <laughs> Are all big. <laughs> Good lord. Sweatpants are the way to go. Google it. Okay. 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 I, I know a guy. I can hook you up. It's pricey though. <laughs> Anyways, I do I yeah. still wear face masks. Yeah, be hey, be safe. Be safe out there. You yeah. know? Yeah. I don't want to see anything happen. Yeah. You're a good person. You are. Yeah, and I think in a, in a non-selfish way, I think it's important for us, too, to realize that how many people are worried and scared out there. So, like, if doing something as simple as wearing a face mask when you go to the grocery store and washing your hands yeah. would put other people at ease, it's worth doing. It's worth, it's like worth the inconvenience. You want to make that the final thought, guys? Yeah. <laughs> were we Wait, thinking at all on. during the no, whole time? recording okay i'll say solid c plus <laughs> solid uh, 
on uh, but in all seriousness, I'm very grateful that you guys are in my life. And uh, three years going strong. Pretty much three years of us being friends since we're uh, a part of the home group. So I'm, uh, I'm very, very happy to have you guys in my life. And everyone that, uh, you know, you've been able to touch with their stories, not only in celebration, but also uh, in now 17 different countries. So. Wow. If we ever do, um, if we ever do a spinoff, uh, podcast. Solid. We can call it Solid C+. <laughs> solid C+. It is. Yeah. That's know. a good name. <laughs> They'll know what they're getting. What, what would know, our subject the matter be? That great. Yeah. It'd be of the education Middle variety. of the road. <laughs> the education. Uh, okay. Solid C+. Plus. Join us next we'll be week back on next a solid Thursday, C+. Sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you in episode 39 of The Defective Characters. We're ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, if you do what you always did, you'll get what you always got. And we'll see you next time.